Hey everyone, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you back to this episode. If you are new, thank you so much for taking the time to spend your time with me. And if you are coming back, I want to say welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and coming back and sharing your feedback with me. Um, this episode is actually part two to Stephanie Carradine's visit um, conversation that we had together. And in this part, you know, we talked first part, we talked about anxiety and getting over your anxiety or not, well, not even getting over your anxiety, but working through your anxiety because you can never get over it. And that's one of the things we if you listen to our theme, we tell you it's a journey. All right. And it's always going to be with you as part of you. It's just learning how to cope with it and making it a part of your life and not your life. Um, so in this part, we're going to talk about relationships because I just love talking about relationships and how we're coping during this time and um, giving, getting different suggestions on how we can maintain not only ourselves but also the integrity of our relationships. And in, in that can be either those intimate relationships or those not those friendship relationships, which to me are also intimate. But thank you. And with that, we're going to lead right into our next episode, part two. Talking about relationships at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and during the pandemic, we are all faced in our relationships and actually have to face our relationships a little close, more closely than we have yeah. because we're not at work full-time and, you know, doing things mm-hmm. um, like that. How has the pandemic, one, impact you and then you, your family raising kids mm-hmm. and things like that? So for me, um, I've worked from home for, uh, what is it now, full-time. I've worked from home since 2017. Okay. So I have been, um, I guess, I guess I could say lucky in that sense where, this is not, the, the pandemic wasn't the beginning of my working from home. It was the beginning of virtual schooling. Mm-hmm. So the impact I can say for me is that I've, I had to pivot a little bit to um, include my younger daughter, uh, my 11-year-old, into my daily life in the sense that I am the teacher now. Right. You know? Because even though the teacher is there with them, they don't ask the teacher the questions. They come to mom. Mm-hmm. So I've, in that sense, I've had to pivot a bit. So what I had to do there is kind of, you know, um, create days before I coached all the time unless I was doing workshops in corporate. But now I created days where I have coaching days and days that I'm not coaching and I, that was the deal that I had with her. I'm like, if it's a coaching day, you have to ask your teachers the questions or if it's something that can wait, we'll wait till afternoon and then I'll get to everything with you. But if it's not a coaching day, then you're okay to come back and forth and ask me questions. And that's worked because the first couple of months, I felt like I was gonna, you know, go crazy or something, mm-hmm. um, trying to juggle everything. Um, and relationship-wise, for me, it's it's not been too bad because I have not um, had to be any more <laughs> <laughs> with my husband than I would normally be because he's still working out. Oh, okay. But um, also, I, I am, I guess, with my counseling knowledge, we've always been one to be very open with each other and talk about everything. Mm-hmm. We have 
the, these um, communication days once a month where we give each other a pass to talk about everything that's happened in that month um, nice. without arguing or without offense and so on and so forth. And I think that's helped us build as, um, as far as we are now. Um, it's helped us get to a point where we feel comfortable enough with each other and we know enough about each other to where it's not a it's not a shock if we have to be in the same room for more than you know a week so I think that's helped and I've been you know giving my clients that suggestion to where be more open try to you know involve your spouse or your partner in more things that you're doing and try to get involved in more things that they're doing so that um, it's not a shock when mm-hmm. you when you have to be with the person because I've noticed that that's that's the biggest problem that people have been having. Wow! Is that the person they married is no longer the person that they know that's there, and it's like wow, I didn't even realize that I was living with somebody that I didn't know at all. So you 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 can take that opportunity to get to know each other again, right? Exactly. Having and. and yeah, and but that's the caveat. It's because they don't have a choice. They're forced to get to know each other again. And a lot of times they're realizing that they don't like what they're, what they're seeing and that, in this point in their life. Right, and, and does it, it doesn't work for them. So now exactly. the other part of that is, what do you do with that? So <laughs> that's a loaded <laughs> question. Hey, what do you do <laughs> with that? <laughs> question because some people are willing to work and and get to know each other as they are in the moment but some aren't and and what I've what I saw because I started when the pandemic started I got called um by my old counseling facility and I am still licensed I keep I keep up my license Mm -hmm. um so I started doing therapy again and a lot of times one party wants to make it work but the other one is not willing Mm. and it's not that they're admitting that they don't want to make it work but they're not willing to put in the work it takes yeah to make it work because it is work it is work marriage is work relationships is work um yeah and you have to know that going in that once the dust settles and the grass is growing and it's not growing mm-hmm. anymore, um, what mm-hmm. are you going to do to help maintain that, that lawn? Exactly. And unfortunately, um, as both of us are black in the black community, a lot of times um, black men have a stigma on, on counseling and therapy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a lot of times the woman is willing but the man isn't, and I found in a few okay on a few occasions where the man is willing, but the woman isn't mm. to go to counseling to speak to somebody to have somebody else help because it's in their mind is I don't want somebody else in my business. Yes, because that's the way we were raised. You don't you keep uh-huh. your business in the house, uh-huh. and then if your counselor doesn't look like you. You definitely keep your yeah. business in the house. Yeah. So that's another thing too, and I and and I'm not saying this against any you know other race of counselors or anything like that because mm-hmm. I have friends from all over this world. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I and I love it that I have such eclectic friends, but um, it's just something real that is there when someone is going to look for a counselor and your counselor doesn't look like you. You're going mm-hmm. to feel like they don't understand where you're coming from. You're exactly, exactly. So, um, and I've had that said to me literally in those words. Like, I'm so happy I found you because I feel like XYZ did not understand me or couldn't possibly understand me. Right. And sometimes that is true because Mm -hmm. they don't have the same lifestyles that we have, they don't live in the same communities, they don't have the same struggles that we've had. Um, They may be similar or culture wise, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, it's those caveats that, it, it, as crazy as it may sound, is they don't understand. So you need someone that's going to that looks like you, or even mm-hmm. has a firm understanding of where it is you came from. Exactly. All right. I, that's that's how I want to say that has a firm mm-hmm. understanding of where you're coming from, um, because I have met white people in you know. Indians, things, all nationalities, and you will find a few that really do understand where it is you're coming from. But that's a needle in a haystack. It is. It really is. <laughs> and and I, I mean, again, not to knock anybody else, but we have a specific set of, of needs. Of yeah, of needs and and issues and a mentality uh-huh. that not many people understand, even family-wise, our family dynamics. Um, for example, <clears throat> one thing I always go to is in a Caucasian family, when the person's 18, they're an adult and they're out, but not necessary in a black family. No. You know? And so when you go to you know, a Caucasian therapist, and you're like, well, my mom, and you're 22, maybe, let's say, and you're like, well, my mom didn't want me to, and they're like, wait, what? You're an adult. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's not how that works. Right, it's like, no, that's not how it works. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's little things, it's little nuances that can make a big difference. It really is, it really is, and um, it's funny you say that because it's like, we, we, we strive on... I don't know. I, I I always wanted that extended family at home, like have the big mm-hmm. house and my kids live on one side. They got the grant, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And um, fortunately, I've raised them to be such independent women that they, mm-hmm. you know, branched out and did their thing. And they're, you know, doing their own thing um, with my 25 year old who boomeranged back home. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's that same thing because, you know, you'll, pe- you'll hear people say, well, she's 25, kick her out. She's 23, kick her out. And it's like, um, no. No. <laughs> no. No. She's my daughter. That's I my, don't care. I don't care. That's my kid. She needs yeah. help. I'm here. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going exactly. to do. You know? Um, mm-hmm. So it's those little things. Like you said, it's like, uh, no. Okay. I see you don't understand anything I'm talking about right now so uh, mm-hmm. and it, it totally puts up that wall between you and and that person and that person yep. um, and and just from me 
growing as an, an adult and a mom and a wife and all these things, um, my kids have been in therapy for different situations from, you know, leaving their mm-hmm. father when they, when they were smaller and things like that. Cause I was always concerned about their mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as, my daughter's now older, my oldest daughter, she, she came and she said to me, mom, you know, I just told, you know, you know, Miss June and Miss Rita what they wanted to hear. They don't know. I was like, mm. I said, what? Mm. <laughs> and that's a big one too. Because we, we, right. And, and I mentioned that because that's one of the things that some, some would do. Just tell them what they yeah. want to hear. And sometimes even as adults, and it's funny because I was on a, a, Thing in last just yesterday and people would ask questions and the person answered the questions and I knew like I knew that the answer that was re- that the person gave was not really what the what the person that asked the question was looking for mm-hmm. but once they're saying so did you get that yeah that more than answered my question thank you and I'm like no it didn't no it didn't I'm sitting here and and I know it didn't <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But you don't want to be that person, you know, that's going to go back and be like, well, you didn't quite answer my question. And and so that's that's what happens. The person leaves with still not knowing mm-hmm. the answer to their question. And it's the same thing with therapy. Like, I'm just going to tell so-and-so what they want to hear. And as kids, kids do that mm-hmm. anyway, you know. So when it's somebody that is quote-unquote, mom is making me go. Right. I'm just going to hurry through this. Exactly, exactly. You know? And then we carry that into adults, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've had adults who say, yeah, I've gone to therapy, but, you know, I just tell them all the right answers and then, you know, go about my business. Even with couples counseling, um, mm-hmm. same thing. You know, yeah, I just tell her, yeah, I'll do whatever to make my wife happy and just go. And it's like, no, you have to really tell them how you are feeling. You are mm-hmm. part of this relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the other side of that. As as we circle back to the relationship part, even when the person doesn't go to therapy, you don't know how long they spend just making the other person happy. Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna do what she says because I don't want to hear her right. mouth. Mm-hmm. That that. And so, at that point. You guys are just existing, you know? Mm. You guys are just together just to be together. Yes. There's no no quality in that relationship. Yep. And And and, things like that boil over when we're stuck together. Oh. When you have to be stuck with the person and there's no way out. Yes. And that's what we're seeing during this pandemic, Mm -hmm. right? There you go. (laughs) <laughs> that's what we're seeing during this pandemic and then you have the the extended negative I- I end of it if you're in an abusive relationship right oh yeah now you're yeah. you're kind of bound in this room mm-hmm. in this home with this abusive there's person nowhere there's nowhere to go um so mm-hmm. developing those outlets is is also going to be key and reaching out okay. and, and things like that i um well, we were, I don't know what I was talking. I talk about so many things. I have no idea. Um, but I was talking with someone. Um, I think it was another one of my uh, guests, actually. And we were talking about um, being in the confinement 
with an abuser? How 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 do you get those outlets out? How do you um, reach out for help in in those okay. events? Right. So while we're talking about it, it just came to mind. So I figure I'd just share it. What you know? Mm-hmm. Tell people to create a safe word, a safe phrase when they call their friend that will mm-hmm. elude them that they're in trouble. Um, and I think mm-hmm. I saw this, like someone sent it to me on a YouTube or something like that, but the woman called her friend and said, you know, can I have that banana bread recipe? Mm-hmm. And it had nothing to do with banana bread, but yeah, he was being yeah. abusive to her and he was home mm-hmm. and she needed help. Mm-hmm. And, and that is amazing. And I wish more people would use it because guess what? A lot of times people who are in abusive relationships suffer alone um, from fear, from embarrassment, from you name it, a list of things. Mm -hmm. And they don't get that far. They don't get as far as to be comfortable enough with somebody to say, I'm going to create a safe word just in case. And even if they do get that far, sometimes they... Don't, they're like too embarrassed or too afraid to even use that safe word right? because they're afraid of the repercussions. Because once you say, you know, can I have that banana bread recipe, then cops have to come over or at least a friend has to come over and get you. Right. And people, and that's where their anxiety comes in, mm-hmm. if, for, you know, if I may use that word, because when you're anxious like that, you spiral into the worst case scenario. Yes, yes. And and that's why I mentioned it because I think mm-hmm. the community needs to know this. That yes, yes. And so my my hope is that more people start using things like that. So I'm happy you mentioned that as well because my hope is that more people start using safe words and start having that one, even if it's that one person, but at least one person that you can speak with that is not going to judge you for staying this long, um, but is going to just be there when you need the help. Yes, yes. And in um, a lot of the minority communities, that's hard. And I say mm-hmm. it is the black and brown communities, right? Um, because we we don't have those resources. We don't have a uh-huh. lot of those family connections. And um, we're constantly being judged. Yep. So you don't want to um, put anyone in that position because then uh-huh. you have that other part of the anxiety where if he's going to beat me, what is he going to do to her? And, you know, when she uh-huh. comes over and helps or whatever. Um, but if you're, uh, just to put this out there, if you do create a safe word and you do go over to help your friend, um, do not go alone. Exactly. Do not go alone. Um, yeah. that, that's definitely, bring the, bring the police with bring, you, yeah. bring, don't bring your brother, don't right. bring somebody else that's going to end up in jail either, especially in the black and brown community, because yeah. you don't want to go help and end up when the cops are finally called, you end up like either in handcuffs or even worse, God forbid. Right. So just call the cops to begin with. <laughs> yes. And have them come with you, explain the situation mm-hmm. and, and do it that way. But you never want to go over there alone. Because that um, actually can make matters worse. Not that the cops being mm-hmm. there will not make it worse, but it's a little safer than... It's a little safer. 
just you especially if you start like if things are not escalating you see what i'm saying like yes if you're going to the person's house and you call the cops to walk you there it's a little less tension mm-hmm. between you and the cops i mean not between the people but between you and the cops right so that when you get there because if you're calling the cops when you get there and things are already array mm-hmm. then that's when the cops are coming in hot and bothered tension and all that good stuff exactly exactly so definitely um protect yourself and and the individual that you're going to help so um yeah how have you looked at the divorce rate since the pandemic i was just curious i actually have not looked at them yeah i was just curious because um we talked about you know being Mm -hmm. and and having that conversation you know um home if you're you know in a domestic violence situation even Mm -hmm. if you're not in a domestic violence situation we talked about not liking your spouse and realizing the spouse isn't the same person you married right yeah and people evolve and there's nothing wrong with that people evolve you are allowed and expected to change as you grow to change exactly so you don't want to say uh you're supposed to be the same person you were 20 30 years ago absolutely not um but sometimes what we evolve and grow into can be a little bit much for the other person to handle and if they're not in that position or not wanting to work on it and grow with you it does pose that um breakup and separation and divorce you know exactly and it's sometimes guess what i mean that it may sound a little um cynical but sometimes that's where you are yeah you know that's the reality and it's best to do that especially when there are kids involved i always say if, if, if you guys are not existing and it's an unhappy household i would much rather you go your separate ways instead of continuing to traumatize the kids because sometimes you think they don't notice it, but they notice way more than we give them credit for. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, my, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> they do. They do. God, I love our kids. Their brains are just, they're, they're sponges, right? And, and Exactly. And just like we, we tell... Um, individuals as your kids are developing it's best to teach them a, a new language when they're younger uh-huh. and it's the same it, it's for that reason because their brains are able to absorb it and <laughs> and grow so just imagine if you're teaching them a whole different language what they're absorbing just from looking around in their environment home and outside um, uh-huh. yeah it just it's amazing so yeah we have to take, take care of our children and if you're unhappy, just know they see it. Yep. They see they it. Do. They feel they it. Die. And, um, you know, even the the best magi- magicians can't hide that. Uh-huh. You know, so just they own They know the difference. They do. They do. And as adults, okay. it's our responsibility to own it and, you know, do better and change, make those changes. Either seek help or um, part ways amicably. Uh-huh. As best as possible, right? <laughs> I say that. Sometimes parting ways can cannot be amicable, no matter how hard you try. Um, no matter how hard you try, but I, I think the other part there, and before um, we close out, is that I think the longer you let it linger, 
the messier it is. Yes, 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 definitely, definitely. So um, I definitely want to thank you for for sharing that and, you know, putting that out there that Mm -hmm. there is a, a level of help out there and you can find therapists, counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists yes, yes. out there. There's a whole list of, of practitioners that are there that can meet your needs. And you may not like the first one, so you go to the next one. So you're never... Exactly. Right? So you're never, I'm going to say married to one, <laughs> mm-hmm. one therapist or another. So you, you have that ability to change and find yep, who's like going to see that you, too. Right? Yep, I like to throw that out there. It's it's like anything else in life. You don't you you didn't feel that connection, that chemistry. Just move on. Go to another one. You're not stuck. You're not. You know, there's no contract where you have to have a specific amount of sessions with the person. None of that. And you know, I always suggest keep go, keep looking until you find that person mm-hmm. that you feel extremely comfortable with, that you feel that you can tell anything to. Yes. Because you want that outlet, you need that outlet. Mm-hmm. And I'm say even for for me, I mean, I I don't know. I, I always tell my therapist, I don't know why I'm talking to you, but because <laughs> you know, people tell me that all the time, right? I don't know why I'm talking to you, but her, it, it is just really just conversations like you and I have. That's the mm-hmm. conversations we have. But it's good to mm-hmm. talk to someone who is outside looking in. To help exactly. you navigate. And it doesn't have to be every week, every two weeks. It can be no. whenever you feel like you need yeah. it. And um, I, I have a therapist, and I only reach out to him like maybe once every three months. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, Stephanie, you remembered me. And I'm like, yeah, it's time. Yeah. You know, once every three months. I, there is a time where I went weekly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I, I got to a point where I didn't need that. So if you don't need it, it's not necessary. But he's there for me. He knows that you know if I need him, I know where to I know where to reach him, and that's what that's the relationship we have now. Right, right, and that's why I wanted to share that. It's like even the most put together person that you think is has it all together, it's because of those other people that we talk to that help us mm-hmm. keep it together. Yep. Everybody needs coverage. Everybody needs that support. Exactly. And it could be spiritual, mental, Uh physical, whatever. You need some sort of support to maintain yourself, mind, body, and soul. If your mind Uh is not right, your body's going to start to feel it, guys. It it just, that's the way it happens. So, you know, um, just to kind of close us all out, take care Uh of your mind, your body, your soul, and it all will just encompass if you need help just reach out um stephanie left her information um and we'll say it again just in case you missed it in the the first part we'll get it again in the second part but um she's available for assistance she has her her coffee chats that are great i might chime in on one of her coffee chats just to kind of see what's going on in her coffee room yes <laughs> um, I'm always down for that. And uh yeah, so uh thank you, Stephanie, so much, so much. I mean, you you gave some definitely some gems um during the conversation. So I wanna thank you for, for reaching out again. Thank you for being a part of the Soulful Tribe. It's like I like to call it the Soulful Tribe. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> 
And uh, I Thank definitely. Thank you so much for having me, Diana. Oh, you're welcome. And I definitely will be reaching out to you again. Um, and mm-hmm. and definitely, if you f- you feel like you have a, a topic that you've come across and you want to definitely put out there, mm-hmm. definitely give me a call, and we can definitely um, put that out there. I I'm all for it um, because course, the the more yeah because the the more we can get the community involved and um, increase their knowledge. Mm-hmm. that's what it's all about because we want the community to learn and advocate for themselves because um, we need to close that healthcare equity gap. We need to mm-hmm. close those disparities and these communities should not have the level of disparities that are they're facing at this time. So, um, Of course. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for the, the mental health check. Right? <laughs> the mental health Thank check. you so much for having me. It was fun. I, I always enjoy these types of conversations, so I'm always down for them. Awesome. Again, I want to thank Stephanie so much for the great conversation, the great gems that she passed on to us. Um, it, it was amazing conversation, and I look forward to our next conversation on and off the uh, radio or podcast world. But also, I want you guys to also reach out to her. Uh, She can be reached at www.stephaniecorridan.com and uh, definitely give her a shout and book your complimentary fast action tip and have a chat with Stephanie. I thoroughly suggest that you do so. And... If you love what we were talking about and you want to share, please share the podcast or you can also give me some feedback. www.thesofaeclectic.com is the website and also you can reach me on Facebook. DC at thesofaeclectic.com is my email and also Facebook DC Soulful Eclectic and we also have Instagram right? Thus dot soulful eclectic. And I just look forward to just hearing from everyone and, you know, someone just sharing how the episode impact them and they were able to use the tips or even shared it with a family or friends. So that's also great to hear too. So I thank you all for being a part of the soul tribe. If you have not already subscribed, please subscribe. I would appreciate that. And down the line, we have some great things coming. So I will definitely keep you all posted as you, um, for the subscribers, I will keep you all posted as to the new things that are coming up. And also for those who haven't subscribed yet, I'll still keep you posted because it's all about community. So sending love and light out to all of you and also to your family and friends. And please check in on each other and practice self-care and self-love. I look forward to hearing from you. Namaste.